0: Hey, so what is going on, everyone? It is me, Mr. Mario. And DopesWarner. And hey, how are you doing today, sir?
1: I am doing just dandy. How are you doing?
0: I am doing all right. Thank you for asking. And DopesWarner, what are we going to be talking about today on ModChat?
1: We are going to be talking about region lock.
0: Yes, we are. We're going to be talking about region locking of systems, games, all that good stuff. And what exactly is ModChat for anybody who's new?
1: ModChat is basically our podcast that we are going now on episode 10. And uh, we decided it would be fun to basically create this podcast for those people that were interested in hearing more about modding stuff because, as you know, both me and Mr. Mario started off and pretty much primarily focused on Xbox 360 modding scene. That's what we started off with in the YouTube scene. And, um, you know, it's been pretty dry in terms of news and anything lately when it comes to updates. But uh, for those of you guys that want more modding stuff, we decided that we would do this podcast. That way we could talk about anything from um ps3 modding xbox modding our opinions on it different communities um things we like and don't like and all sorts of other topics um to give you guys something to basically listen to and hopefully enjoy um during these times of drought
0: exactly and you know hopefully people have been enjoying it it seems like people have really been enjoying the series so far
1: yeah i do like again i've been seeing nothing but positive comments in terms of you know people looking forward to them, looking for god english is great <laughs> looking forward to them and you know Basically, uh, giving feedback on different things we state say in the videos, whether they agree or disagree. Either way, it's uh, you know been a really good experience and a lot of uh, positive feedback from you guys.
0: Can't agree on that. And also, uh, I just want to say, you know, Daniel here is so dedicated to this that right now he is. Where are you recording from? Where where is the uh, the Daniel Trap recording place at right now? I am
1: in my recording lab, which uh, is a glorified way of saying I'm over at my best buddy's house and on his laptop using his blue snowball sitting in his uh, or my my godson's uh, closet <laughs> so that is my recording studio uh, it is the only place in his apartment where i can get away and have some <laughs> quiet and hopefully we won't hear a baby crying but if we do hear a baby crying then uh, I want to apologize in advance, but luckily he's napping right now.
0: <laughs> I, I've told him. I said, you know, what, I'm not going to say you're in the closet. I'll just say you're in the sound booth right now. Yeah, recording. exactly.
1: That's why you, you taught me well. So thank you very much. That way I don't get any, uh, you know, obvious like puns or any weird things coming out of the situation.
0: Oh, hey, it's all good. I'm looking out for you. thanks man yeah so you know today as i said we're going to be talking about region locking and region locking to me is something that you know just like a bunch of other things i don't like and this is something that a lot of people have used as a reason to modify their consoles to get past region locks now for anybody that doesn't know because now we're pretty spoiled i mean uh the playstation Four, the xbox one are both a region free the playstation through 3, excuse me, is also region free as well, uh, and then you know the Xbox 360, that had selective regions on it, like the consoles themselves have been locked to a certain region uh, but when it came to the games, there were several games that were locked to one region there were several games that were locked to multiple region. there were also a lot of games that are region free so depending on the copy you got, or if you got any copy worldwide, it would work on any system worldwide, which was also a neat way of doing it, but now you know with the new iteration, we don't need that, but prior to that uh, there were a lot of consoles, especially sony consoles that you had to modify in order to uh, play games from other regions if you didn't want to buy another console
1: exactly which as you know i learned the hard way basically from when i was visiting family overseas i bought a ps2 game um god i don't know how old i was at the time but i didn't know anything about region locking and i brought the game home popped it in and Obviously, as you guys know, um, since it was bought in Europe and I live in the United States, that did not work. And that was my first experience with the uh, issue of region locking in games.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I-, I was wanting to know about this. Like, w- when you did that, did you think that it was a defective disc or anything? Or did you just like immediately know it was region locking?
1: Um, I didn't know exactly right off the bat what was going on. I mean, I originally thought actually my PS2 just didn't work. Um, but I popped in another game that I you know played all the time and it loaded right up no problem. Um, which at that point, I basically, I believe, you know, I took to the internet and saw that, um, you know, there was a difference between PAL games and uh, NTSC. So that's, that's basically when I discovered that was a thing.
0: Mm-hmm yeah now now one big thing i do want to say is a lot of people you know like in the u.s there's been several games i wanted to play there in japan or europe or anywhere so you know i've modified my systems but uh one big thing with region locking is people in europe uh definitely liked to uh you know modify their consoles to play uh games from other regions but even just like even before our time or anything just get systems that were completely from here uh because i'm not sure like uh, how familiar you are with this but like are you familiar with you know the difference in hertz and refresh rate and everything between us mm-hmm. and europe
1: No, 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 I'm not. Uh,
0: In the U.S., we had 60 hertz, and in Europe, they had 50 hertz, and a lot of games that were made in the U.S. were supposed to be, or made, you know, for Japanese and U.S. systems, because for anyone that doesn't know, Japan and the United States, they're both NTSC, except Japan is NTSC-J, we're NTSC-U, and we both run on 60 hertz, while Europe gets PAL and they run on 50 hertz. So, even, you know, back with the uh, Genesis and all that, uh, their games and their systems were running at 50 hertz, ours were running at 60 hertz, and there were a lot of games that were developed either in the us or in japan that weren't converted properly to play at 50 hertz and even if they were a lot of people that didn't know about that difference they play them they're like you know for some reason sonic the hedgehog just seems a little slower than the american version why is that so the hertz basically is the response time essentially it's the refresh rate Okay, got you. So it kind
1: of creates a, some form of a, just unsmoothness to the game?
0: Exactly. And I'll say this as well. There, there's a big difference. There, there's a difference between frames per second and refresh rate. A lot of people like to say they're the same things. And there are people that – and this is where you kind of muddy it up too. There's people that say, well, you know, 60 hertz is 60 frames per second that's definitely not true. Uh, However, you know, if you're playing at a lower hertz, it is going to look like the game is running slower and everything. And there's also games, you know, for example, like Sonic, I believe, I'm pretty sure it has to be. And there's even other classic games that run at 60 hertz. But even something I didn't know until like a year or two ago is most people, you know, in the US, we played with composite like the yellow, red, white cables. And because of that, those games were... They were running at 60 hertz internally, well, 60 frames internally, but we only got 29.97, so we were watching them at 30 frames. What was the better option than running S-Video? Uh, You know, I'm not even sure about the limitation of S-Video, but I believe with RGB or, like, VGA, SCAR, anything like that, you can get past that.
1: I mean, have you ever, just a side question, have you ever used S-Video? I have not. Okay. I've actually I,
0: never used S video. That's weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, no, I haven't either. That's why I was wondering. But I just remember seeing and hearing a lot about it at one point. So I, I wondered, since you know, you are obviously very involved with video games, and electronics, whether you would actually use that or not.
0: Never, never. I did uh, a bunch of composite. I went to, I tried component, HDMI, VGA, RGB, SCART, and all that stuff. But uh, never did S video. And it's okay. like at this point, it's kind of useless because I'm like, well, you know, especially on my older systems, if I have SCART, I use SCART.
1: Yeah. Yeah, got you. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I just never really knew the benefits of using S video, so of that's course. why. I You know, and it wasn't to me, it wasn't really standard, essentially, compared to like everyone used yellow, white and red or, you know, the uh, component cable or
0: composite cables. Exactly. Yeah. But that's one thing, like a bunch of people in Europe, you know, they got screwed over with that because I want to say, you know, I've I want to say this is at least unofficial. But I've even heard some people say that, you know, the older retro systems were actually made less powerful in their European releases because they didn't need that extra 10 hertz.
1: Wow. Well, uh, Sonic was the example you used, and I could definitely see how in a game like Sonic, especially how that ten, ten hertz can make such a huge difference, just because it's just a fast-paced game. You exactly. Know? It's a really quick-moving game. It's like I mean, there's a lot of scene moving going on in that game
0: exactly yeah you know one thing like one first thing that i'd want to get into you know with talking about if you have to modify your system of play a game from another region or anything like that would be uh recently with the wii u i want to say they did put up uh, ocarina of time as a rom on there and uh you know people were excited and all that because first off it's zelda second it's ocarina of time and third it's an n64 game one of the best yeah. ones out there and one of the best games ever period uh so what ended up happening is you know they ended up putting this game up and you can buy it uh, at, it's available worldwide so in japan u.s europe whatever it is uh but one of my friends in europe actually ended up buying it or he looked into it at least i think he was going to buy and he decided not to because in europe they ended up releasing the european version which even though everything's running through you know hdmi now and everything it doesn't matter but they released the 50 hertz version of it in europe digitally that doesn't make any logical sense (laughs) like absolutely none (laughs) (laughs) why It's not even –
1: since it's not it's – em, it's emulation and it's HDMI. Like you just said, that makes no sense why they'd get that version, which is going to be obviously a sluggish, more you know not, not clean version.
0: Exactly. Yeah, so that's why a lot of people complain about it because they're just like, OK, seriously, it's 2015. Just give us the 60 hertz version. The, the American version is like the same thing and it's in English and it runs better.
1: I feel grateful. I mean, <laughs> living in the states, <laughs> even though I know this is a small reason, but I mean, like you know, that that's 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 kick ass. I, I didn't, I wasn't even aware of that, man. That's of course, crazy.
0: of course, yeah. And that's even one thing you know I'll get into when I've uh, when I have played you know PAL games on North American systems and everything. Uh, it, it depends on the system as well. You know, some systems they're able to play them just fine. For example, like the Sega Saturn, I believe even the original Xbox, when I've modified them, I've been able to play PAL games on them with no issues. But I know specifically the ps1 and 2 uh, sometimes you'd have games that are jumping all over the screen sometimes you'd have games that are black and white and jumping all over the screen and uh most time you'd have to even if you convert them over you know with a boot disc or anything like that sometimes it works but most of the time my best success was you know modifying the actual iso itself and reburning it
1: when you say modifying the actual iso you're talking about a, a game like you basically like apply
0: take- a patch that will play that pal game in ntsc mode
1: Oh okay. Got is there well? Is there actually a uh, software that you use for that, or what, what do you use when you do that?
0: I don't even remember, man. It's been so long. The okay. Last time I did it was with the PS2, which was like before I even you know had my own P- PC or anything like that.
1: Do, do you do you? Okay, from what you know of it, do you think it was a pretty simplistic process?
0: Uh, uh, depends. The developers of those programs made it easy for us. But then again, at the same time, you know, they had to put in all that work and everything. And also, like, the, the PS1 and 2, uh, mainly the PS2, you know, that wasn't the most, um, like, backup-friendly or, like, you know, like, yeah, I guess, like, burned-game-friendly device to start off with.
1: Yeah. I, I have a uh, kind of, like, a, not theory or a, I don't know if I'd want to call it a, um oh, God, I can't think of the word right now. But, okay, so the, you know how, basically, like you said, the PS4 and the Xbox One... Um, along with the 360 and basically the PS3 were region free. Well, do you think that, um, along with like you know how they're having certain games coming out on the consoles that are allowed to have uh, mods and whatnot, that this is potentially an attempt uh, at these at these uh, console developers to try to prevent people from wanting to jailbreak them, since those are some of the reasons why people jailbreak or or, or, or you know modify.
0: Uh, are you saying, like, region-free, so, like, they don't modify the system, make it region-free?
1: Exactly. Like, so the people that would want region-free no longer have to actually modify They're happy with The people that want, like, actual mods that are not cheating online mods don't want to do it anymore because it's just easily to apply. Do you think that's a possibility? You,
0: you know, that's a really good hypothesis, and I think there is some truth to that. Now, granted, this is a theory. We're just saying that out right now, but yeah, I think that a- is a really good theory that I actually had thought of before. I thought of one of the pieces, but not the second piece that you just mentioned.
1: Yeah, because to me, I mean, again, it's just conspiracy theory at this point. But uh, I'm just saying, it's I I, I can definitely see some uh, potential. For, for companies to be thinking that way at least at some point you know
0: well you know that's even one thing like that's one reason why a lot of people modified systems like for example like let's take the original xbox you know as i said you can play pal games on ntsc system with little to no issues on there and what you could do is instead of importing a european xbox paying you know a ton of money waiting like two months for it to get over here and everything or trying to find one in the u.s what you could do is you could just soft mod your system and then play the game that way yeah
1: so again, this is this is basically a way where, uh, obviously, that you know by, by allowing um, modifications for games and also having region free, they're not these companies aren't trying to uh, what's the word entice people that are for piracy, but they're trying to entice other people that actually want to do positive things um but are unable to do so things that aren't actually harming the game or the community like that
0: exactly well some of the sometimes i mean what annoys me too is sometimes it's it's frankly complete bullshit like there was even a one game anarchy reigns for example that game came out it was a region free game on the xbox 360 came out like at least three or four months in the in japan before it hit the u.s and the game when it launched in japan was completely in english Huh Like the game was ready to be like published and all that over here, it was fine. It was good to go. It was a hundred percent. As I said, it was region free, so you could have imported a copy, played it on a legit non-modified 360. and It would have been fine. But for some reason, we had to wait a few months. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even a big release. I mean, you could buy it for like five or ten bucks now. I, I wanted it because it had Steve Bloom in there, and it was a pretty fun beat 'em up. <laughs> that's funny. I've never even heard of it. Are you saying that was on uh, again PS2? Uh, no, ex- no Xbox 360. <laughs> I I think PS3 as well too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even when I've looked into it, because I did a bit of research on this as well, like most of the time when they do separate out games, they they have pretty poor excuses. Like some of the things I've seen. It's more from a business standpoint, really. Like, first off, you know, from some of the business stuff, they've said, you know, uh, there's been some games that have been published. that They're created by the same dev team, but they're published by different people in different areas. So you might have one game that's published by four different companies worldwide. Uh, Then even as a cultural type thing, you know, there are a lot of games that do have to, especially games that come from Japan and they go either to Europe or the U.S., uh, they have to have a lot of censorship or things tweaked on them before they come out here and not just like gameplay things i'm talking you know like storyline things and all that would be deemed uh, offensive or just wouldn't you know fly over here
1: because because things again cultural differences basically come at play in that point exactly exactly i also wonder because again obviously that these companies they the number one goal in the end really at the end of the day is profit i wonder if when they do these like multiple launches versus just launching them worldwide and things like that if they're trying to basically um you know if they launch it somewhere else they kind of test the waters and see okay we need to do this differently when we launch over here and, you know i'm sure there's there's got to be some marketing factors along with just other um financial reasons for them to do these these kind of releases like that in, in, in waves if you will again especially if like how the other game you were saying was in English, ready to rock and roll already.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, another game that's out like right now, at least while we're doing this recording, it might be out by the time we release it. uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, you know, a a really big new Nintendo game, first part Nintendo game that's coming out that was released in Japan and Europe. It came out in Europe in June and since it's in Europe, it's in English and everything and it's ready to go. And we still don't have it. And it's almost October
1: do you, is there a set release date in the U.S.? Or there no? is
0: a set release date, but I'm just like, why are we getting it at least four months late if it's already ready? Yeah,
1: that's strange, man. Again, yeah. the, again I, but you you know that there's motives. You know, you know that they're not like, oh, like let's just do it later on. I mean, I mean, it, it's got to be something to do with. Um, I, I i don't know it's something with sales or something with it's, it's something with money you know of course of course yeah it's... and
0: even like that game for example you know if i if i had a way of playing region free games on my wii u i might have just imported it and played it here but there's no way to modify the wii u yet and uh i'm not paying you know over 300 bucks to get a european wii u no i don't know absolutely not
1: um, where, where is, it all aside, but like when you do import games, cause I, again, I've never done that. Where do you usually go about to uh, import? You could do things? them from
0: eBay. I've got some games off of eBay, uh, Amazon as well too. Sometimes you can get them from there. Uh, play Asia is a pretty big one as well. That, that's just a, um, like a basically marketplace for Japanese games. Exactly. Uh, games from everywhere really, because you also have people that are like in the exact opposite position. You have people like in Japan who wants to get American games for whatever reason.
1: Which which, uh, which direction, because uh, I mean, I think from what I understand, I would feel like Japan definitely gets more releases early than we do. Is, is that correct, or do you think it goes kind of both ways, 50-50? Uh,
0: I would say Japan, uh, they, they seem to be like a, a lot of, well, there's a lot of games being produced in the West and in Europe now. Uh, yeah. So it really differs, but there are still a lot of games that never make it out of Japan. Uh, and there's yeah, also yeah. a lot of games that are released first in Japan.
1: Got you. Yeah, because I, I know my buddy is actually the guy that I'm, that I'm over at his house right now. He's a huge fan of JRPGs. Um, he fucking, like, loves them. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that uh, for a lot of them, like, he's, he's you know... Again, he, he never got them right when they launched originally, but a lot of them were, again, they've been out in Japan for a long time, and they basically just made their way over here over time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing has been... Uh... What game was it? Uh, no, these are just games in general. You know, uh, some companies have even said, "Well, you know, there's going to be cultural differences, or there'll be uh, language barriers as well, too." Like I know you'd mentioned Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, where for the longest time that was only in Japanese in Japan. And my thing is, I've never really heard a super good excuse because even with that reason, if you're saying, "Oh, well, we can't release it in the U.S. because it's all in Japanese," it's like. Make the system region-free, and I can't. I can't go to Walmart and buy a Japanese game. I can't get a Japanese imported game from Target or Walmart or GameStop or anywhere like that. You know where I have to go. I have to go online. So leave that to the person who's buying the system. Because if if I want to suffer through a game that's only in a language that I can't understand, let me do it. I understand the risk I'm taking. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, then you basically, you damn well should be able to. Exactly, because you can't easily import games. Like, you have to actually find the sites and then go online and buy them from there. It's it's very rare that somebody is going to accidentally buy and import a copy of a game that's going to be locked in another language.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I mean, I feel like the covers of them usually have, like, Japanese, you know, writing or, you know, whatever or something like that, too. Plus, plus it, I don't know. It, it, <laughs> again, like you just basically said, it's like, it's it's a hassle in itself. So you're you're a certain type of person if you're going out there and trying to find that game. You know you obviously really want to play it. You're hyped for it, and 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 you know what you're getting yourself into. Because exactly. I've never I've never almost accidentally purchased a Japanese import of a game you know, um, over all my years of online buying stuff, it, you know, it, it'd be a certain, the person that they want that, you know, mm-hmm. that's what they're going for.
0: Yeah. I was about to say, actually think about every game I've imported. I've looked for those games specifically. I've never once accidentally bought an import version of a game. Yeah. Like you never had a game
1: <laughs> to you're like, Oh shit, it's the Japanese import. I wanted the, you know, the, come on, dude, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, cause it's not, it's not mainstream targeted at the USA and it's not going to come up in a search result when you're searching for things unless you are specifically targeting that and again going out of your way to hunt it down
0: exactly i think the closest i've ever been is i've gone to like a local mom and pop shop and i see they have a few japanese games i'm like oh sweet there's japanese games there's european games there but i also recognize that too because not only you know it says ntscj or pal on it but it's in a completely different language or it has a different type of cover or anything so you know there's something different Plus, I feel
1: like, honestly, the majority of people actually go to game stores. If you're not just going to, like, GameStop, you, you kind of know what you're getting yourselves into. You know what I'm saying? Of course. And plus, like, the people working there. Again, that goes against what I saw today. I told you at my game store. But I feel like the people working there, these places with the Japanese imports, should know. And they'd probably even, like, say something. Like, oh, so you – oh, like, that's – cool." you know, it's just something. I, I don't know. I don't feel like it's going to be, like, oh, so oh, – I, I don't know, man. It's just – it, it, it's a dumb excuse like the whole like it'd be a problematic thing basically that mm-hmm. that's stupid
0: yeah no i understand i mean really what i'm saying here is i do support systems going region free games going region free and everything because i also think you know that will do i feel like companies are also doing this to as you said you know curb console modifying because as i said a lot of people what they would do is they would import systems from other regions so you know you're just giving somebody in europe or japan or wherever it is a whole bunch of money to get one of those systems early none of that extra money is going to go to the company themselves so sony microsoft nintendo whoever they are are going to make that profits that the person you just bought it from made and then even when it comes to the games themselves it's like you know you're gonna have to pay a premium for these most of the time and i they also don't want people you know modifying their systems opening them up or anything so they're just like hey you know there's there's people like you and I that want to modify our systems to tinker around with them and there's some people where they just want to play Japanese or European games on there and I've told them like you know if, if you want to play some European exclusives on your 360 you could spend about 50-60 bucks and just modify it so you don't play online already you'll have to keep it offline you know if you J-tag it or whatever it is or reset glitch it uh, but now you're going to have a completely region free system you don't have to buy you know three different systems one from Japan, Europe, and America going to play all your games
1: They're basically satisfying that that group exactly by doing that and the thing is too i know I, I know that you know you believe the same way as i do and we both believe in basically open openness and being able to do what you want with your your you know console within region so you know it, it's a beautiful thing and also i mean i feel like again this this is this could be just completely bs but the people that are going out and actually getting jrpgs and like wanting to play imports they're, they're, they're obviously pretty knowledgeable game people. You know, they have, they're have they definitely more involved with gaming than your casual, like, let's play some Madden or let's play some COD-type, you know, gamer. Of course. Um, and so I feel like these people are, you know, involved when it comes to, like, communities and things like that, and they also are involved with people that want to make those games able to play on the consoles. So they're working together with people to make that a reality. So by satisfying that group, they're basically pre- not preventing, but there's there's not as much of a desire for them to unlock a console, because when the console's unlocked again, then you've got, you know, you got issues with piracy coming along and things like that, and that's obviously not something that any game developer or console, you know, uh, big console company wants. Of
0: course. Yeah, you, you know, there's there's one story I kind of want to just throw in here randomly, but uh, are you familiar with the Shitmoo series at all? The,
1: the, that, that, the word is highly familiar, but I, could not, <laughs> I couldn't picture it, but yeah, that, that definitely sounds very familiar.
0: Pretty big open world game that was on Dreamcast and Xbox. The first one came out on Dreamcast and Uh, well, only on the Dreamcast, and the second one came out on the Dreamcast uh, in Europe and Japan, but America, we only got on the Xbox. Uh, What ended up happening, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because uh, the first one, as I said, it came out everywhere on the Dreamcast, easy enough. Uh, The second one, it ended up coming out On the Dreamcast in Japan and Europe. And Europe actually got the English version of it as well too. But it was cancelled in the US because they moved it over to the Xbox. So this is the one cool thing. Honestly the one cool thing that EB Games and GameStop has ever done. But for all the people that pre-ordered the game uh, on Dreamcast. Instead of cancelling their pre-orders. They ended up importing a ton of copies of the European release. And gave you a free boot disc when you purchased the game.
1: That's freaking tight. Yeah, I actually, I remember like one point you mentioning this to me. That, and again, you're saying this was the console. You said it came out, I came out on Xbox in the US. Yeah, so it basically allowed you to do on the PS2. Hmm it allowed the boot disc again was for the PS2 then so that way you can play it.
0: No no this was for the Dreamcast so you can oh, play oh, imported oh, okay, games Oh okay, okay got you Dreamcast Yeah and okay. like and GameStop actually sold it to you like with that, they didn't charge you anything extra like if you paid 50 bucks for the game they're like well the American version won't be coming out but here's the European version and here's the boot disc so you can play the European version where did they even get the boot discs from? I don't, I don't know. <laughs>
1: Dude, I, I think it'd be pretty rad to have a have a copy of one of those boot discs. You know, mm-hmm. like the the OG ones, the ones that they handed out. Whoever has one of those, I'm uh, of sure. course.
0: I know they weren't burned, but I don't remember if they sold them. I know Utopia came out, so you could just like you know easily find the Utopia boot disc online and burn that over.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's freaking awesome, though. Yeah,
0: as I said, that's, like, the, the coolest thing that GameStop and EB Games has ever done. I had respect for them for doing that.
1: I can guarantee they wouldn't do something like that now, Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> no way in hell, Yeah, dude. <laughs> but, you know,
0: even, even when it shows that, when it shows, you know, a company like that is doing something like that, you know, in 2000, 2001, it's like, really, do we really need these systems region locked? Because if you're locking them, you're just going to give people a reason to circumvent the protection.
1: Yep. And also, the cool thing is about, you know, that that, that at that point, it showed that, uh, you know, GameStop and EB Games actually still gave a shit about the gamers.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it did. Yeah.
1: They basically went out of their way to make, you know, keep their promise true, if you will, and get, get you the game that you, you know, were, were promised when you paid for it. Of
0: course, of course. So, yeah, that's freaking
1: awesome, man. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely. Uh, again, when it comes to um, PAL and, and TSC and all that. Was it there? Was there not at one point where that was basically an issue because of the television, like the televisions not
0: being able to run them accordingly? Yes, that that was a big issue. Uh, you know, this is when people were dealing with analog and all that. And with that, I can understand. But even this brings in a few other complex things, which some some of these things might go over people's heads. But I'm sure a lot of people understand them. Uh, so you had PAL and NTSC. PAL was over in Europe. NTSC. We had NTSC J, C, and U. U for you know the United States, the Americas j for japan c for china uh what ended up happening with all that was you know in uh over for ntsc we got 60 hertz which that's another thing a lot of people synonymize hertz which is the refresh rate with frames per second that's definitely not true you can have a game running at 60 fr- or 60 hertz and it's 20 frames per second that can happen uh play any older PS1 game Uh, but no like there was that going on and then in Europe they had 50 hertz so that was one big thing where in Europe they because of their standards they could not handle NTSC games and here we also couldn't handle European games so I even remember distinctly there were some games on the Playstation 1 or 2 when I was loading up the imports of them uh, many times I would have to either have you know a disc of some kind to force it over to NTSC or I would have to patch the game itself to play in NTSC mode
1: hmm that's <clears throat> well again just for, sort of people like when it comes to because i when it comes to the hertz and when it comes to the frames per second i mean like when you go out and you buy a monitor basically it usually says the hertz on that that monitor while the frames per second we're talking more so like with the hardware can output what the developers for that game have basically allowed that game to be run at correct
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay because i'm still like i mean again I, i'm trying to put the two and two together because i mean i feel like they're they're you know, they, like you said, they're they're different, but sort of similar-ish in a sense? Exactly. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, even, for example, my TV is 240 hertz, but that doesn't mean the games I play on my Xbox One are running at 240 frames per second. No, oh, that's no. just how fast the TV is being refreshed at, which you can't even see 240 hertz, but the faster it's being refreshed, that means, you know, the less ghosting you're going to have and the clearer the image is going to be.
1: Got you. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, one thing also a lot of people, I'll throw this in, a lot of people get confused with as well, too, is, you know, they'll see older games. For example, you know, like the Smash Bros. games where Smash Bros. on N64, they'll say, oh, yeah, that game was running at 60 frames a second. It was, but you're not looking at it at 60 frames. Uh, Most people, you know, at least in the U.S., they were playing at – did my phone just go off? No, okay. Um, They were – most people in the U.S. were playing at – uh, uh, using composite i just slipped my mind there which is you know the yellow red and white cables and composite output is limited to 29.97 frames per second so you could have a game running at 100 frames per second internally and it's running but you're only seeing 30 frames a second
1: you, you know you know how you um <clears throat> on the n64 i don't know if it's possible or not i feel like you would know this is there is there a way to make it where you can get that 60 frames
0: uh, I'm sh- I'm quite sure you're able to do it through uh SCART RGB. If, if if I'm mistaken, you know, nobody yell at me. Just please correct me down in the comment section.
1: Yeah, we're just two dudes, so we're we're just we're conversing. I'd actually Ex- like to know. So if we are wrong, please let us know. It, you know?
0: It, it, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I, I would
1: just be curious to be cool if you can kind of unlock. Because I know I've seen things uh, again in terms of like overclocking, but again, that would have nothing to do with the actual
0: output of the cable itself. Of course. Yeah. So uh, people get that mixed up too, but you know that's been one thing with the with the hardware itself, you know, you can't really use that mis- that excuse anymore because back when it was all analog and everything with the PlayStation 1, the PlayStation 2, you could say, yeah, you know, the games have to be developed a certain way in Europe or they have to be exported a certain way, and they have to be exported a certain way in-, in TSCU over here, so that's understandable, but now, everything is HDMI. I actually know of somebody who he didn't even know he had a European Xbox 360. Wait, What? <laughs>
1: Wait, so he just wasn't able to play games?
0: Yeah, he, uh, he had this system. He hooked it up. Everything worked fine, but there were several games he had that didn't work, and it wasn't until he modified it. I think he probably did a reset glitch to it, but when he dumped the NAND, he saw that it was a European system jeez, that's hilarious. I wonder,
1: I would like to know the journey that Xbox went through, you know,
0: <laughs> to get its ass over here. Exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure what happened with it, but you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, with HDMI, it's now just a universal standard. Like, that That all works out, you know. We have 1080p over in Europe, they have 1080p. We have 4K, they have 4K. Prior to that, you know, there were, there was differences in resolution and uh, refresh rate between the two systems. Now, that's no longer a thing. It's still kind of regarded, you know, for movies and all that where they have certain regions for dvds and blu-rays and all that but aside from that no it's going to be the same thing for video game systems now or anything you know with hdmi output
1: yeah well i mean times have changed and now we're on a universal standard exactly
0: exactly which i'm really happy for that now the thing i i've been wanting to hold back on a little bit but I'll i'll go ahead and bring it out is that nintendo still hasn't gone with the times in fact nintendo's actually gone backwards with the region locking
1: I was actually, it's funny that you just said that right now because I was going to confirm with you. I remember you basically just said that there was that Yoshi game that's been out since uh, June, I believe you said, right? Mm-hmm. Well, because I was going to ask things. You know that, again, PS4 and Xbox One are indeed region-free, but uh, the the Wii U, again, so you basically just confirmed is not indeed uh, region-free.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, you'd have to, for example, the Wii, you had to modify that to make it region-free. The Wii U, whenever something comes along or something comes to fruition, that will hopefully be modified to be region-free as well, too. But, you know, even back in the day with the original Nintendo, uh, the original Nintendo had the uh, 10 NES chip inside of it, which was to, one, curb piracy, so anybody making pirate carts, you know, couldn't put them out on the system at least easily. Tingen and other people were able to circumvent that. And, two, they didn't want, you know, just... Um, uh, cartridges from other regions being played. I almost said unauthorized, but that would have been the same thing. Uh, But no cartridges from other regions. So they had, like, different chips in them, or some of them were missing the chips. uh, So you would have to, like, if you got a system, well, like, a cartridge from Europe or Japan or anything, it wouldn't work on your American system. And then even with other ones, like, Sega did that as well, too. And then Europe did it where... uh, I I know Sega, for example, if you tried to play a um, Japanese Genesis game on a U.S. system it would work, but you would have to physically modify the system, like cut out the tabs and all that, and kind of butcher your system a little bit for it to run.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like when I, because um, like, as you know, I don't have an NES currently anymore, but um, back when I did, I feel like I had a couple games that were Japanese and, um, and like, the uh, uh, Fam- Famicom, um, and I swore that, like, if you put in a game that was from a different region, um, the chip would just keep resetting, right? Like, it would keep flashing. Have you, ever, have you ever seen that before? Oh, no? the, the blinking light. Right? That, that, that's what it does, though, correct? Yes. It's basically that, that, that circum... Uh, I do remember it was pretty easy to circumvent, but I'm also... Um, I don't remember this, but I know that I've seen, basically, Famicom to NES uh, adapters, mm-hmm. but I don't remember. Is, is this true that if you take the top off of an NES and you basically um, you know, modify the lockout chip, can you just pop a Famicom directly into the pins already on the NES? No, because the Famicom games are smaller. Okay, that's what I thought. That's why they have
0: the adapter. Exactly.
1: So, but if you have the adapter, again, like you would still have to modify that, the lockout chip.
0: You still have to remove that. But in, for, for whatever reason, in the, uh, the top loader NES, they took out the tin NES chip.
1: Okay, in the, in, okay the top loader one, right on. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so they, in, they ended up doing that there. But the reason why I said you know Nintendo kind of went backwards on this is because the Game Boy product line was region free that's that's <laughs> yeah so their systems were locked but the game boy systems were region free and then you would think oh the ds systems are going to be locked well the ds was also uh region free as well and i think the ds lights that was the last region free handheld uh when they started becoming locked was with the dsi so for example the dsi variants and the 3ds variants are region locked which is why you need a bypass like region 3 or region 4 to run 3ds games
1: it's funny because I never even thought about that, but I um, my buddy picked up a Japanese like Tamagotchi um, style Game Boy color game from my swap Me ventures last year, and uh, I I didn't even think about that yet. But we went right home, popped it in, and he you know obviously didn't know what the hell he was doing or couldn't play it, but it it did load up just fine. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a trip, man. That they were okay with handhelds for so long, yet all the way back dating back from the NES, that they they had. You know put in a, a chip to basically not allow that to be a thing
0: mm-hmm. and, and you know even think about it now kind of hypothesizing because as i said it didn't come to locking until the dsi came out which the dsi was the first handheld they had that had you know marketplace type capabilities and a lot of these companies uh all of them actually you know microsoft sony and nintendo do region lock their their uh online marketplaces yeah Yeah, and most of the time it it sucks, but that one I could understand a little more, I guess, because it, it comes to terms with licensing with that. So, for example, some games that are available on the Japanese marketplace, they might not have all the licenses acquired to properly sell them in the U.S.
1: Do you do you know if Nintendo has actually addressed that issue, like in terms of like you know answering fans or just talking about why or? um what their plans are for future and or, or no they have
0: kinda... and i don't remember the exact reason but i think they were saying that they gave a really weak excuse and i think it was something along the lines of we don't want people you know to play games they're unfamiliar with or if they play games you know they have different languages or whatever it is so that we we want them to pretty much play in their own little sandbox but it's like well that doesn't explain why you had game boy to ds Lite be region free for how long <laughs>
1: So again, that's back to basically what we talked about earlier. It's a it's a, it's a dumbass reason that doesn't really make sense because those people know what they're getting themselves into and they want to play those games, you know, either before they're available or just because they're only available in that certain language or country at the time.
0: Exactly. And then, you know, as I said, it's gotten to the point where now I, the pressure's a lot heavier on Nintendo too and I don't know if they want to budge or not, but at this point, you know, the Xbox One, region free completely. The The PS4, region free as well too. So
1: they're the, they're the odd man out.
0: Exactly, yeah. The, the, Wii, the, the Wii U and the uh, the 3DS variants are the only systems that are region-locked, because the Vita as well, too, the Vita is also region-free.
1: Well, again, it'll be interesting to see, because, again, back to my conspiracy about how by doing that, they're you know, maybe potentially trying to at least slow down or prevent the level of piracy on, on Xbox and PlayStation because those people will be satisfied, well... As you know too, the the uh, I mean the Wii console was completely just ripped wide open, and so
0: yep. And if again, if you soft mod that, you just need an SD card. You know, for, for the original Wii, all you needed was an SD card and um, uh, what have with that. Yeah, and then you can make the system region free within like twenty minutes.
1: Exactly. So what I'm saying is, is if it was that easy, and again, I I don't think it's a matter of of if it's when the Wii U is actually. Um, again, I wouldn't even be surprised if it was already modded and it just hasn't been publicly released. The region, you know, the, the basically the method of doing so. But mm-hmm. uh, again, another conspiracy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just don't understand why that's a thing. Again, it's like get 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 on get on board with the times. You know, mm-hmm. times have changed. Everyone else is doing it. And again, back to what you just basically said too. You guys already did it a long time ago. What, what's the difference between whether you're playing it on the go on a handheld? Like, maybe in their minds, like, oh, if you have a handheld, you're traveling a lot or some shit like that. But again, exactly. still... and that,
0: and that helped out so much with, you know, the DS Lite and the DS and the Game Boy. It's like, great. If I'm traveling a bunch, if I go to Japan, I can buy a bunch of Japanese games and play them on here.
1: Yeah. And so it's like, why are you going to take that away after doing it for so many generations? Of exactly. Your it just makes no logical sense. And all you literally have to do is apply probably some kind of a, a little patch to the Wii U and an update and bam, region free, you know? Exactly. It's ridiculous because again, like we said uh, before, it made sense when there was some kind of a actual hardware limitation due to, um, you know, the output in terms of digital an- or not digital, but you know, analog issues. Um, but but since it's not the case anymore, it's just it, it's dumb. It, I mean, it'll it'll really be interesting to see whether the Wii U um, does actually get it. Which knowing Nintendo and just from like what I know of Nintendo, them playing hardball and being real stubborn, I honestly just don't see it happening. At least this, you know, with the Wii U.
0: Unfortunately, I don't see. Oh, I know they're not going to patch the Wii U. No way in hell. No way in hell. No, they're not going to okay. do it. They release a system as is. They're not going to do anything.
1: Yeah. So, so I guess the ultimate, you know, thing will be, it'll be interesting to see whenever the hell uh, Nintendo does actually drop n- their next, next console, or, you know, not next, next, but next console, whether, whether they will have changed their mind or whether they're going to stick to their, I guess, uh... Amish way of thinking you know
0: mm-hmm. I, I, right now I'm just thinking like I'm just kind of like slightly smiling because I'm just thinking of this in like you know almost like a cartoony tv show type format but you know it's kind of like with the older systems and all that like with the xbox playstation 2 other systems uh where it's like you know they they made them all region locked and uh like let's take take you know like the Wii for example you know that was region locked and they don't no 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 company wants people to play pirated games on their systems or anything, Uh, but then you know people want to play games from other regions, that's one reason why they looked into modifying the Wii, they modify it, then now you have all this stuff available, so I can imagine all these executives yelling at each other, it's like, well, now all these mod chips and soft mods are out, and now look, not only they can get past the region, but they can play bootleg games on there!
1: Exactly. (laughs) It it, it makes no sense, because at the same time, here's the thing, dude, maybe you've got these people that, that just want to play their Japanese imports, and they have have no intention. Like they're not interested in piracy. They're not interested in anything like that. But once, if they have to go that route to get to there, they're like, oh well, shit. It's already unlocked and stuff. Might as well. You know. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like it's. It's like. Ah, oh, I. I feel like they're basically like handing someone a gun with a loaded bullet and like giving them booze and like just waiting to see what happens when like they didn't want that in the first place but you basically made them get to that point
0: exactly like i, I have one friend actually who he is he he doesn't he he's against piracy he doesn't like bootleg or anything and also he's really lazy so he's not going to go through the effort of downloading games and finding the dvds to burn them and all that but he was such a big kingdom hearts fan he ended up importing kingdom hearts uh two final mix uh with chain of memories that wasn't released in the u.s at the time and and he never played it because he didn't know how to modify his system. He didn't know anybody that did. And then when he met up with me, I was like, you know, I, I know how to modify PS2s. I could do that for you if you want me to.
1: <laughs> That's freaking awesome. Thing. Yeah,
0: and he was like all excited because he had no idea I could do that. But I'm like, yeah, no, it's just it's finding the right person. It's, it's because of, you know, people like him, like that target audience where it's like, you know, if he if the PS2 was region free, he wouldn't have had that issue. But because oh. it wasn't he and he didn't want to go out and import another system, he has to modify it some way. Yep. They're basically shooting themselves in the foot, dude. They really are, which is why, as I said, I mean, we're kind of repeating ourselves a little bit here, but I want to just, you know, reinforce it. It's like, that's why Sony ended up region-locking their system. That's why there's a lot of games on the Xbox 360 that were already region-free. And then, you know, with Sony, for example, the first region-free console they released, or portable region-free thing they released, was the PSP in 2005. And they said, we're not going to game region-lock our systems anymore. We're still going to region-lock them for movies because we have to. But for games, no, we're not doing that.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. Nintendo. Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. We'll see. Exactly. <laughs> you, have, you, have you heard... Uh, I actually haven't, because I'm, I'm not really... I mean, I'm a huge Nintendo person. Don't get me wrong. But I, ever since the Wii, I kind of fell off the Nintendo bandwagon. Aside from... Um, I still like their handhelds. Again, you know I have a 3DS. But mm-hmm. have, you, have you heard... Um, when they're projecting to potentially have a next gen- like a next console, or no, not really? No, too- they,
0: they've they've said they have confirmed that Project NX is in production and they're working on it and everything around the clock, but they said they weren't going to be doing anything with it uh, this year at E3, and I believe they also said they do not plan to release it in 2016.
1: Okay. I, I, I kind of figured that. I was just wondering, like, you know, what, what's really been going on about that.
0: hmm Yeah, no, I'm... Uh, I'm I'm kind of worried about it because I'm like you, you know Nintendo they're kind of wanting to push the system out because they know the Wii U's not doing that well but I still really like the Wii U is my problem.
1: I, I if if I had more friends that like would normally come over and play games and stuff then I would probably play that but because like when I do play with friends it's usually like I'm at my place there at theirs they're at theirs that's like one main reason why I like the Wii U has not really been super appealing. Oh to the me.
0: online is so bad on it.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, again, like my ex girlfriend had it. We'd all play, like, you know, me, her, and like her, her siblings. I freaking loved it, dude. We had a blast playing it. But again, I feel like it's definitely targeted towards a certain type of gamer and, you know, that the, the wants a certain type of thing out of it. It's not, it, like, I, in my mind, the Xbox One and PS4, people that are debating between those consoles aren't really debating between those with the Wii. They're not, you know? They're not. They're not. No, no and, I,
0: I, and I've had to kind of remind myself of that, too.
1: Yeah, completely different things. Yeah, so, which
0: which again, hey, that's gonna be another thing. Both those systems are region free, and then you're gonna have the Nintendo guys that are off on the side They're just like, Yeah, our system is region locked and we have different types of game Oh, never mind.
1: Yeah. That's close, <laughs> dude. It really close, man. It, it'll be interesting. I mean, again, I know I'm getting off topic, which I always do, but people I feel like at this point might expect that from me. It'll be interesting to see whether on the next next gen Nintendo console whether they actually try to combat you know xbox and ps playstation or whether they're just going to kind of like stick with what. They i thought. think they
0: should still do their own thing and i also think they should make it region free so that we don't have to have debates like this anymore although you know people <laughs> will enjoy them
1: yeah well maybe you know what? maybe thank god it's not region free that way we can have debates like this, <laughs> no, I'm doing this. don't, like, don't everything thank everything god about that i no, can't yeah.
0: I, hey i can't play yoshi woolly world right now i could have been playing it through like there's i have friends in europe that have been playing it for the past few months i'm just like you know i really want to play it and i can't <laughs> Yeah, that freaking blows dude. it does <laughs> <laughs> i'd be super
1: bummed because honestly like yoshi games i freaking love yoshi dude so like that would be a game that i'd be interested in getting too and i'd be pretty irritated that i can't get it dude mm-hmm. yeah that sucks ass and i well can, can you um again like i know this is kind of like dabbling in but like if you wanted to per se like let's say quote unquote you had the game could you play it on uh on some kind of an emulator or no no okay so no it point. would just
0: sit there that sucks ass dude. yeah exactly the right now at this moment in time the only way i could play it is if i imported european wii u uh yeah oh one more thing i was gonna say as well too which this is just i, I absolutely hate it. this is stupid and it's pretty rare thankfully but you know what's also region locked sometimes i have no idea hardware like mean peripherals you know? like the wii u gamepad and wii u pro controllers are region locked
1: wait wait oh because you're saying, like, if you were to plug it in, it just doesn't recognize? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, a, a, an American pro controller or gamepad will not work on a European system.
1: It is so dumb and
0: vice versa the, the weird thing is i don't know about the game pads but at least the pro controllers i actually imported mine from play asia i imported uh, all four of mine uh, and got japanese versions of them and some people might be asking okay you're going way out of your way you spent all this money ironically no i got them all brand new i got them from japan because for some reason the japanese ones are region free and at the time i bought them they were all cheaper buying those and paying for shipping and handling was cheaper than buying them off amazon I just So not uh, only I got cheaper controllers, but I got better controllers.
1: But that's in your situation that's badass and like that's you know, it's fucking rad, but I just that even that makes even less sense. That to me.
0: shouldn't happen. It shouldn't oh. be like that. It's like oh. I got a good deal, but Nintendo got of got screwed there. The
1: <sighs> <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. Cause like again, I was gonna say maybe it was coming back to the money thing, but based off what you just said it was a loss of money exactly because you got it for cheap I, oh.
0: I paid like 45 dollars per controller or something after shipping and handling and all that and uh the controllers are 50 dollars here normally
1: oh my god i have no idea dude that yeah. makes no sense at all <laughs> i actually i uh, that that's news to me I n- i've never even heard of mm-hmm. heard of a, like- a lot
0: of people don't know about that and i i don't know if anyone can confirm it or not but i don't know if the original Wiimotes are uh are, are region locked either those ones I don't know but I know for sure the Wii U stuff is region locked
1: everything should be cross platform not cross platform but like you know cross console-y to the same console and 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 unlocked. It, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Exactly.
0: You, you know, uh, <laughs> I was going to bring this up, kind of on the topic of region locking and all that. You know what? I I completely forgot about. But it's it's kind of sad. I completely forgot that audio CDs are region free. Like they don't have regions on them. I'm so used to region locking that it just dawned me a few weeks ago. I was like, wait a minute. I forgot that CDs were region free. What's up? Uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 do you hey, okay, okay? Well, question. When it comes to because you said you know again like how PlayStation basically had to have the region locking on movies still. Yeah. Do you, do you know the, like the theory behind that like why that is
0: uh that i didn't look into the movie thing i didn't research that because yeah. you know that's outside, again, the I scope of it's what outside I, i'm
1: just wondering again of, what of course what the deal is uh,
0: it's mostly because of all, the movie industry and all that just like some things will be licensed and released in certain regions and all that and um it, it just really varies on it all like i guess the audiences and all that and also i guess uh when it comes to cultural things as well, too. Like some things, for example, like one good example I read about was uh, Dead or Live Dimensions. For example, I'm talking about a game here, not a movie, but Dead or Live Dimensions on uh, the 3DS. Uh, in Japan, they had several of the girls that were underage. And that didn't affect the gameplay or anything. But, you know, over there, that's fine. In the U.S. and Europe, it's like, well, well, hold on a minute. We can't really have that. They're in a release of just poses and all that stuff. So yeah. they just had to we, modify we... the ages for, you know, the external releases of them.
1: Gotcha which again does make sense just because laws and the, sh- the cultural stuff again uh,
0: of course that makes sense they can't just you know sell it in uh, on store shelves here but as i said you know if you are importing it from japan you know uh, who's to blame there you're, you're the person that went out of your way to buy it which you as the person who's going to import these things should know
1: uh complete like side question but again it comes to uh basically having to import games from japan or like that do you have your eyes on anything that that's coming out actually in Japan that is going to be either on Xbox One or PS4 that you're planning on getting? That's right either... now, I
0: don't honestly. I get, but then again, I really haven't tracked anything like that. Got you. Okay. Yeah, well, a, the the only game I would import right now if I could play it is Yoshi Woolly World.
1: Okay. Well, because like uh, the reason why I'm thinking right now is I I'm sure you like at least saw something about uh the Kingdom Hearts 2.8 coming out, right? Yeah. Well, I was just wondering whether they had some kind mm-hmm. of like either thing that's coming out before that's going to be a japanese thing or whether that's thing already out i don't think so i'm sure i
0: I don't know that's the weird thing with kingdom hearts it's kind of a side topic we're going on but with kingdom hearts that's another side thing because it's like uh those games are actually recorded in english and all that like the japanese releases don't at least to my knowledge it would happen with the first the second one and some other games they don't have english voice actors uh the menus and the text is in japanese uh but all the audio is in english
1: huh that's that's interesting then. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting why they would, huh? I, exactly. But, but the okay, so the but the ones that came out like the ones that uh you know basically chain of memories, but the Japanese version, the original one or whatever. Um, that the audio on that is also in English or no? That's Japanese.
0: Uh, I don't even... actually. I don't even think that one had voice acting in it.
1: Okay, got you. Because PS2 is older.
0: Uh, well, not only PS2, but it was originally on Game Boy Advance. Oh yeah, you're right. So it, it was... didn't it didn't have anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, but Uh, no, like Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, those ones, if you got the Japanese version, they were still in English. It's just all the text was in Japanese. That's what got translated if you ever patched them.
1: Ah, okay. Got you, got you. Huh. Anything else you've got to add to? Oh, I'm
0: I'm, I'm good. I kind of did my ranting and all that on here. In short, I just, I really don't like region locking on systems. I think that's an excellent reason to modify a system, and I'm glad that companies are now, I still love modding, but I'm glad that companies are now getting away from that, and I feel like they are really saying, you know, hey, just let the people do what they want. Let's just unlock the system, you know, make it region free so it can play games from wherever, and if they want to, you know, spend the extra money and lose their warranty and get a game from Japan or something, that's fine. That's completely fine, but, you know, then you still have some old heads that are either going backwards or they're not budging like you know the big N.
1: yeah well again i mean when it comes to modding i'm always going to love modding and i don't think that if there's an exploit i'm not going to do it you know just because there's you know region free stuff like that but me and you both don't condone piracy by any means and i i definitely think that this is going to be a positive thing in terms of like you know not expanding on that you know i again i think i think it's just a positive thing having Basically, the uh, ability to play games from overseas.
0: Of course, well, there's also some places as well that they don't have official support for games. Like several of my friends and family members who play games in Middle East and all that. It's very rare that games come out, you know, specifically in Arabic or geared for the Middle East or anything like that. So, if they have a PAL system, they have to get their games from a shop that carries PAL European games. If they have a NTSC system, they have to get their games from you know a shop that has games that are region free or that are NTSCU or anything like that. And some people might even have, you know, Japanese systems sprinkled in there and everything. But then that's also another reason why piracy is so rampant in the Middle East as well, too, is because you have all this stuff. So they're just like, you know what? Let's just import all these damn systems. We'll throw mod chips in them and we'll sell them for like 300 bucks and we'll sell these bootleg games for like two dollars.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. They're making a profit. Oh, yeah. They're They're basically like enticing the black market of video games they you... are
0: they are and that's because you you'll see it, right that's that's a good other topic you know like that, that could be for later mod chat uh, yeah. but no that's what happens when you don't support a market that really wants something
1: Oh, they're, they're gonna find a way to get it
0: exactly oh they found <laughs> ways to get it it's oh, yeah. been there for decades they just yeah. I, I see sony microsoft are starting to push more into the um the middle eastern gaming markets but you know it's still not full support like for example you can't there's no arabic option on either of the systems
1: gotcha which there should be
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> without without like you know multi net or you know how multi-nation it is
0: exactly yeah Yep. Anyways, if anybody has any other ideas that you all would like us to rant and discuss and talk about, please feel free to leave them down below in the comments section if you're watching this on YouTube. And, you know, let us know what you thought of this episode and everything. Uh, If you want to check us out other places, we have, uh, you know, first off, Dope Swoner. He has his own YouTube channel, which will be down below in the description. We also are on Facebook. And you can get this in MP3 format through iTunes or Podbean. And all the links will be down below in the description if I haven't said that like five times at this point
1: man more than mary at least they know, you know? exactly <laughs> can't say you didn't tell them so. exactly yeah definitely guys thank you guys for watching we have really been enjoying doing this the past year and i'm pumped again that we've uh you know actually stuck with this because it's been a lot of fun and i enjoy um you know discussing things with mr mario and just kind of catching up and stuff like that and um just i don't know it brings up a lot of like old memories and stuff throughout the different thing uh, different uh topics we do different experiences and stuff we've been through over the
0: years absolutely so it's awesome, but
1: yeah uh, again, thank you all very much. Don't forget to like the video hopefully and share it with people and uh again, comment down below because we like to hear feedback um, on anything anything you think about that related to uh, this topic or really any other topic modding or gaming related
0: hmm anyways, this is Mr. Mario setting off. Thank you all for watching and listening, everyone
1: and Thomasvis Wo and I am out. Peace everyone.